All right, hey guys, welcome back to Six Side Cultural. We're trying something new here. Um, everyone's been on this stereo grind, so we thought uh, we'd hop on and give it a go. Get to interact with you guys a little bit more. You guys, uh, if you're unfamiliar with the app, uh, we're kind of learning too, so we get to all learn together. Uh, you basically just watch us, whether this is on YouTube, on stereo, wherever you're listening to it. Uh, it's live, so you can. Uh, send us an audio file, answer, ask some questions. We'll answer them live during the podcast. You guys get to be more uh, part of uh, the Six Side Culture experience. Yep. Dan, uh, how are so you doing today? I'm doing okay, Frenchy. Uh, how you been after? I know you've got a big result against uh, Inter, and they're advancing to the uh, Coppa Italia finals while Napoli. Uh, for those who are new to our channel, um, we're Serie A fans. I'm a Napoli fan. Uh, Francesco's a uh, Juve fan, and we have another guy, uh, Enzo, who, like, it's sad, that it sucks that he couldn't be on this one, because uh, uh, the app only allows you to use two people, uh, so he's yeah, a but, fan as well, but en- he's Enzo's here, all in here. Like yeah, interacting with uh, you guys I'm in sure. the chat, yeah, he's probably going to ask a few questions here, uh, Napoli, they weren't... They didn't play good enough to beat Atalanta. They, for me, this is one of the worst games I've seen them play in a while. Uh, they just didn't have it. Nothing was. We had a twenty-minute spell where we couldn't get the ball going. We couldn't move. We looked like a house league team at times, and <laughs> not. The, it was just too late by the time we got that goal we needed. Uh, it, it seems like that goal took out all the energy from us. Uh, there was nothing we could have done. So hopefully now. Uh, we just focus, finish out the season strong, but the way we've been playing, I don't even know if we're going to make it top four. Yeah, Napoli is definitely in, in the hot seat right now, especially with Gattuso. There's been reports that he's going to uh, resign or get sacked. But it's just, I think Napoli is just a, a mess right now, and they have two crucial matches with uh, Juventus and Atalanta coming up. So uh, we're going to see how Napoli get to wake up with those. But uh, starting off here, I want to talk about uh, City. Uh, the recap. Obviously, we had uh, Torino and Atalanta play. I think a lot of people, that was probably one of the best games of the weekend. Atalanta 3 nothing up in the, in the first 20 minutes, and Torino fought back and made a comeback to make it 3-3. Starting off here, I just think, I was watching the game, I'm like, wow, Atalanta is really going off here. I I think they're they're on par to make a 10 nothing game at the, at the rate they're going. And then they kind of slowed down after that third goal. I think they kind of... Uh, t- uh, took advantage. Uh, Torino took advantage of Atalanta, and then uh, Atalanta just didn't know how to respond once Torino scored. I guess they weren't uh, scared by Torino scoring, and uh, it really, it really bit them in the ass after because they, uh, they lost points, crucial points that they should have easily got. That game should have been wrapped up in the first twenty minutes, and uh, they didn't. But they responded with that win against Napoli, making the Coppa Italia final. So I feel like they're happy about that. The players are happy about that. But then. What do you think about that game? Yeah, it was just a crazy game to begin with. Uh, Atalanta started off 3-0. Uh, when I saw that, my first intentions were, we're fucked. <laughs> we're, we're done. Not really done. Uh, and then once I saw Torino come back to make it 3-3, I was, I got, I gained confidence a little bit. You got I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, there's some hope. I'm like, okay, you know what? That's where uh, you can get Atalanta, even uh, before, like, say, the Torino match, they were always known for their attacking ability and not their defending. So that's where Atalanta's weak point is, and that's where Torino attacked them. Uh, Balotti 
he's been continuing to perform for totally, you know, I gotta give that guy credit. Uh, I don't know how he's doing it. Teams looks like they're about to get relegated and he's putting them on their back, trying to keep them in the Serie A, getting some big points, but big goals, big goal contributions he's uh getting and just get seeing that result, it gave me a little bit of confidence and hope that Napoli could do the same thing. Uh, but then later on that day, when uh, Napoli were playing Genoa, Pendev was playing like he was 25 again, 26 again. Uh, just a class player. He shows his class against Napoli. We come out of there, a uh, 2-1 loss. And that result carried over to uh, the Coppa Italia, which it's just not like you can't, as a Napoli fan, you're mad at the way they're playing, but it's also disappointing too, because we always have high expectations for his team. And it never goes the way we can. Who knows if it's the players at this point or if it's everything between players, ownerships, uh, coaching as well. So there's a lot of things going wrong. And Atalanta proved their class. They they got, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They got a disappointing result against Torino, but they made up for it uh, midweek against uh, Napoli. Yeah, for sure. And going uh, into that Napoli Genoa game, um, Napoli's been in the slump for a little while now. Obviously, that that loss to Genoa really was a a big blow to Napoli, uh, especially since they're qualifying for this top four. They want to get there, and there's a lot of big teams like Atalanta and Roma who are are fighting for that place as well. Um, and then obviously they go into midweek with a Coppa Italia game zero zero on aggregate. I feel like Napoli had a bit of an advantage against Atalanta because. Uh, they were yeah. away, so uh, they had, uh, like, obviously, if they tied uh, 1-1, Napoli get to go through. And uh, when I saw 2 nothing, like, it was, like, the first 15 minutes, it was 2 nothing Atalanta. I'm like, oh, Napoli, come on, they got to wake up. Um, and then they they scored one, and I'm like, oh, okay, Napoli's going to make a comeback. I feel like a 2-2 here. And then Atalanta just put into the dagger 3-1. And then after that, Napoli just looked unmotivated to the play and it, it, it looked really ugly for them so it's interesting to see how they're going to bounce back because obviously you come you come away from that uh horrendous city i result against genoa that loss then you come across like you're out of the Copa italia which uh apart from the europa league is probably the only trophy napoli had a chance of winning the season um and now you're gonna face juventus who had uh i like to call it a february of hell with all top teams we're facing Inter, Napoli, Porto, Roma. Uh, it's just been the, the, this whole month of February for Juventus has been all big games, all blockbuster games. And uh, credit to Pirlo, who's he's done an excellent job, I, I would say, uh, considering the amount of days of rest we had and the quality of teams we're facing. But um, I'll get more into detail when we talk about uh, Juve later on. But you you face uh, a you have Juventus, who I would say is pretty tired from the results they've had, uh, but have been on form. And then right after Juventus is Atalanta. Uh, oh, sorry, my apologies. It's Europa League and then Atalanta. So, I yep. mean, uh, Napoli, Napoli, have, yeah, Napoli have three big matches coming up. And uh, I think these these three matches are going to determine Gattuso's future. They're going to determine how Napoli's going to finish the season. And uh, how are they going to bounce back? So it's going to be interesting to see how they bounce back. Um, yeah. Obviously, I would prefer if they bounce back after the Juve game. But, you know, Napoli always have that extra bit of motivation when they face Juventus. 
Uh, so, so yeah, moving on. Let's see. I think we have an audio clip from someone, probably Enzo. Uh, all right. No, it was just a little pop up. All right. So moving on, Enzo, if you want to chime in here, uh, feel free to send the audio message. We'll play yeah. uh, your thoughts. And uh, anyone else watching on YouTube uh, or even on stereo, if you guys want to chime in, send your clips in. Uh, got any yeah, questions? send your clips in. Send them in. We'll questions, them. comments, concerns, any anything. Well, well, like uh, anything related about Serie A, Coppa Italia, your favorite team, maybe. Uh, even just, even yeah, if you're not a Serie A fan, uh, and you're a Premier League fan, but you want to know more about Serie A, go ahead, send your clips in. Uh, we'll answer questions, concerns. Uh, we're pretty knowledgeable in the Premier League as well, a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. What's up, boys? Uh. Hopefully I'll be on, be on here next time you guys are on stereo. I just want to ask uh, Danny, who do you think Napoli should get to replace Gattuso if he is sacked either in the coming days after Juve match, whenever? Uh, who would you bring in and who would you prefer to bring in if Gattuso is to get sacked? Okay, so this is going to answer Edo's question. Who would I bring in if Gattuso is sacked? See, right now, it's tough because the manager who comes in now will not be the manager I think will be in the summer uh, or well, the next be. season. You never know. They can I, have a lot of good I results. doubt there's no big manager. The one guy I want to bring in uh, to replace Gattuso, if I had to choose, I, it would be Allegri. Uh, the guy pro, uh, proves he's a winner. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he's a winner. Uh, I do At this point, I do not care about style of play. I want Napoli just to win matches. Don't like. I want my team to have a winning mentality because at the end of the day, the team with a winning mentality will uh, will always win trophies right. and will always win the league. And Juve's been playing boring football for the last nine years up to when Sadi came. And Fetcher, you could probably agree with me. All the Scudetto wins, except for the last two, maybe they've been playing very boring football, and it proves yeah comes in handy too in the big games uh, when you're playing the likes of uh, say Roma. Uh, I'm gonna use Juve, uh, Napoli, say Milan, Inter, Lazio. These big games that you want to prove it to these your rivals, we'll call it. And he's proven it uh, to LA, uh, to the league. He's won with Juve. He's taken them to our finals, uh, and it's he's just a winner. And that's what I want Napoli to get. I can see that being maybe a next season replacement if he's willing to come. Or even uh, if they want to bring in someone quick, uh, I wouldn't mind someone like, say, a Juric from uh, Hellas Verona. I know we've yeah, been linked with him. Good. We've been linked with Italiano from uh, Spezia. Deserbi, who can I can see him being a, maybe another Saudi type uh, manager. Very attacking football-like, but uh, he doesn't win the big ones, you can say. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, but if Gattuso is sacked now, Say in the next few matches, I wouldn't be surprised if a uh, Walter Mazzari comes in, or even a uh, mm. Benitez comes in as well. Which uh, I wouldn't mind Benitez. Say I wouldn't be opposed to this if Napoli do fire or Gutoli, which probably won't happen. But if they do, I wouldn't mind uh, Benitez as a sporting director. He's a very good uh, scout when it comes to picking out talent and stuff. He's done it with Liverpool. He's Coached the likes of Madrid. Uh, he coached Napoli. He, developed, he helped develop Koulibaly. Helped him become the player who he is today. 
Uh, he's done what he did well with Napoli when he was uh, here at our time. Uh, it's just his Newcastle spell kind of killed him, and he went to China. So uh, the two managers, if Gattuso is sacked now, would probably be Mazzotti or Benitez. But if Gattuso makes it to the end of the season, uh, and they have they part ways with him, uh, I, I wouldn't be pissed if a guy like Allegri comes in. Well, yeah, Dan. Obviously, uh, me as a Juve fan, I would love to see Allegri at Napoli, just to watch him suffer and watch him. Uh lose. I think a lot of people have this agenda of Allegri thinking he's such a world-class manager. Uh, people need to remember that Allegri came into a built Juve, Juve team. Uh, he didn't build the Juve team. It was already built. All he did was stand on the sidelines and uh, yell. Obviously, it works, but at the same time, you have to remember when Allegri was coaching Juventus, there was no competition in the city. It was very little. It's not like what the city has now with Milan and Inter, Roma, uh, Napoli, the biggest competition Allegri ever had to face when he was coaching Juventus was Sadi's Napoli, which he lost to, by the way. The only reason why we won that Scudetto is because Napoli lost it on their own. Um, so I think Allegri and Napoli, I don't think he'll ever take the job because I think deep down he knows he he's not going to be able to do anything with Napoli and it's going to harness his uh, credibility, uh, his legacy. But I do see I think the best option for Napoli now, I don't know. I don't think it will happen because De Laurentiis is a very interesting owner, let's say the least. Uh, and I think he holds a lot of grudges. I think the best option for Napoli, whether it's in January or the summer, I think you bring back Maurizio Sadi. Uh, Napoli's played their best football under Sadi. They had that 91-point season, which in retrospect, if it wasn't for Juventus having such a a world-class season that season. Uh, mm-hmm. Napoli would have won the Scudetto that year if Napoli had players, like Danny said, uh, with a winning mentality, a championship mentality. They, they wouldn't have celebrated the way they did after they beat Juve. And uh, maybe they would have won against Fiorentina and won the Scudetto that year. Uh, but I think Sadi would be the best option, realistically. I think either Gianpaolo or uh, Spalletti. I could see those two uh, joining awesome. Napoli. If those and, two come, uh, um, those two would come. I'm gonna pack. Uh, we're gonna buy a Serie B jersey. They're gonna somehow find. They're gonna find <laughs> a way to relegate Napoli. They're, they're gonna actually find a way to relegate us. And I, I, I just see think... being on the bench. And I want the uh, Osimhen playing a uh, goalie. So I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. I just don't think with De Laurentiis. I don't think you. Number one, I don't think he wants to play. Uh, pay uh, a lot of money for a manager, and Sadi's gonna cost a pretty penny, See, especially since he has that scudetto on his uh, resume now. The problem with pay, like, I wouldn't. You can't go for a big manager midway through the season because they're they have expectations for the down the line. A manager right now, being in a manager right now, is someone that you need to fix your team to make them go back on the right track. And yeah, but a manager, problem, that's like... why, that's why with Gattuso, he's not like, if you think of it, he's not a long-term coach. He's a great short, uh, short-term coach. He can win you games. He can make a team good in half a season to a year, but then after a year and a half, then you start seeing like flaws in his, Mental, uh, his coaching, whatever. But who even knows if it's Gattuso at this point? 
I think it's just the players are not playing up to what Gattuso wants because there's some times where Gattuso has the right ideas. He's got the right formation, right players in the formation, and then the players just don't work out. So I, it's a little mix. It's everyone's fault at the end of the day between the top to the bottom. Uh, it's the owner's fault, like the head of uh, Napoli's fault, because they don't bring in players when we need to, especially in January, where we clearly need a left back. And we didn't bring a left back in. We clearly need, center, or we need a CDM like a playmaker. We didn't bring in a playmaker. We might need center back depth. We didn't bring in any center backs. Like it, we need a right back because Husai is terrible. He's been playing terrible this season, maybe the last three years. We still don't have a backup right back. We sold three players, maybe four, three or four players. We didn't bring one in. So I don't know how a team to win when the owners don't even care about improving the team when they need improvement. So that's just it's a little, everyone, at the end of the day it's everyone's fault between the players, the coaching and the head of Napoli but uh, there's nothing a fan can do because you're just there to support your team through the good, through the bad but as a fan you're, you get sick of seeing like if the owner doesn't care about the team then why should you care? about what they do. You should just support them no matter what, but that's the beauty of sports. You stay with your team through the thick and thin, and right now, Napoli are in the like in the deep. They're not playing like they can, and they're, it seems like half the players don't even want to play for the jersey no more. So, hopefully in the summer, it's sad to say this, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind the clean house and start fresh, start uh, again. Yeah, obviously, Napoli's... Uh... Not on the best of forms, but moving on. Uh, I, t- I briefly talked about uh, the February of hell for Juventus. Obviously, we had a lot of blockbuster m- matches. I started off with uh, Juve Inter, uh, Copa Italia first leg semifinal, which uh, in case you guys missed our last podcast, be sure to go check that out. Um, we we won 2-1 uh, at the San Siro, so that was a big result for us. And then we had Roma, that we won 2-0, which is... Uh, the most recent City A game for Juventus. And uh, Enzo, if you want to chime in, just send an audio clip, let us know. But um, a lot of Juve fans were talking about that Roma game on Twitter. A lot of Roma fans were talking. And um, obviously, to win 2 nothing against a, a strong team like Roma is obviously very... I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of Pirlo, very proud of the team. Because like I said, we had Inter-Roma. Then right after Roma, we had Inter-Second League. Then after Inter, we have Napoli. Then after Napoli, we have Porto. So it's a... It's a it's a very stressful month for U- Juve and Juventus fans and Pirlo, I'm sure. Uh, we got the result done to nothing. It's a result needed after that uh, Inter lost in Serie A. Uh, we got to claw back our points up, especially since Milan is uh, such on good form. Uh, but I feel like that game we got out dominated by Roma. Roma seemed to have a lot of possession on the ball. They really had a lot of chances. They just couldn't uh, break through the defense and uh, goalkeeping of Wojciech Szczesny. And uh, Juventus just counterattacked and put the ball in the net. That's all that matters at the end of the day. It's who puts the ball in the net. And that's what Juventus did with uh, that Ronaldo uh, goal to open things up. And then Ibanez is unfortunate on goal. Um, there's nothing he really could have done if he left it. Ronaldo would have scored anyway. He had to try to at least clear it. And he, I give him credit for trying. Uh, it was just unlucky in his favor. And uh, Roman just couldn't break, uh, break the deadlock. They couldn't score. 
Uh, but Enz, uh, you have anything to say about uh, the Roma Juve game? Just give him a couple of seconds to say his thing. But uh, while he's, uh, I guess, recording his audio clip, uh, Juve Inter happened. Second leg Coppa Italia, very defensive game, 0 0. Um, a lot of outside fans would say it's a boring game. They see the score, they see 0 0, not a lot of chances. But uh, for Juventus, I think it was. We didn't need a goal. It would have been nice to get a goal, and we tried. Ronaldo had a couple of nice chances that Handanovic just kind of uh, sa- saved and uh, kept Inter into the game, really. But uh, Di Medal was amazing. I think he was one of my man of, ma- man of the matches. Uh, Chiellini uh, came off the bench, obviously, just to make sure the defense stayed good. But uh, Di Medal, Delit, and Danilo had probably one of the best games I've seen defensively this season. We really kept uh, Inter... Uh, floats, especially with Lukaku, Hakimi, Inter had literally their best team playing. And uh, it's it's good to see that uh, our bench centre-backs could really uh, solidify the forward against a top team like Inter. So it goes to show you the depth we have uh, at Juventus and we got to keep it up and hopefully we keep it up against Napoli this week. Uh, obviously the Coppa Italia final against Atalanta is going to be interesting. But um, other than that, Inter... Yeah, out of the another trophy of the season for uh, the Nerazzurri, you love to see it. Uh, but Enzo's clip is in, so let's see what he has to say. Yeah, just to uh, chime in, obviously, as you guys know, I'm a Roma fan. Uh, for those of you who are new, well, yeah, now you know I'm a Roma fan. And uh, after that game, there's been a lot of uh, fights amongst uh, our fan base, uh, just saying, oh, should Fonseca be in or out? Honestly, I can't really blame Fonseca for that match. I think out of all the bigger matches uh, we've uh, lost, this is probably the least worrying one. We played well. I believe we dominated the match. Only issue is, without Zaniolo, Asharawi, Smalling, Pellegrini, those are four important players there who make a big difference. And I feel like they would have changed that game. And yeah, honestly, as a Roma fan, you're disappointed, but you're... Uh, really uh, inspired by the way they played and uh, you're hoping they can continue going forward and hopefully bring some points in during the big matches. Yeah, like Enzo said, Roma's been uh, very disappointing against the big matches and whether that's one second's tactics or the team, who knows, but uh, it's been it's been unfortunate for Roma and they have a, I would say, n- not as bad as Napoli, but they, they have their own managerial crisis with uh the fans have oh, been yeah. divided if Fonseca should stay in or if Fonseca should go and who replaces Fonseca. Uh, I would I wouldn't be surprised if you know both teams decide to sack their managers and who knows they swap maybe Fonseca and Napoli got two Roma. Sure. That'd be interesting to see. <laughs> I feel like um, if Fonseca, Fonseca leaves, there's not a lot of managers for Roma, especially in January. That's why I think. Both teams are trying to hold on to, to the summer. But it, if it does come down to uh, both managers leaving around the same time in, like, uh, January, February, like, uh, very recent, um, let me know what you think, Enzo. You too, Danny. If yeah. I think and I think Roma would hire Gattuso as a great motivator just to kind of keep them afloat in top four. And we've seen Gattuso in big games. He's definitely has the capability of beating uh, big teams, especially with Napoli. I feel like Roma Roma's team right now has much more balance than what Napoli has, and they have uh, a lot a lot of more star potential. 
than what Napoli has. So I think it'd be easier for Gattuso to beat a bigger team than uh, what he's done with Napoli, and he has done it with Napoli. And then on the flip side, I think a fresh challenge for Fonseca. I think um, he gets the results uh, against the smaller teams, the bigger teams. He hasn't really uh, done well this season, but he does. It shows he does dominate in the big games, like against Juventus. He he was dominant against Juventus. Like they just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. I think for Napoli, all they got to do is try to like survive, uh, get a good string of games together, and I think that's what Fonseca could offer to the table. So I definitely think. As like a, a managerial swap, wouldn't be too. Um, I wouldn't be too opposed to it as an outsider. Uh, but let's hear what Enzo has to say, and then we'll hear what you have to say, Dan. Yeah, just one more thing on the managerial crisis. That uh, well, shouldn't be a crisis anyways, in my opinion. But I feel like people are being way too harsh on Fonseca. Even uh, De Rossi came out in an interview he did with a uh, Bobo Vieri, I believe Cassano was there, a bunch of uh, old timers, and they're speaking about Fonseca and. Derossi's like, why are people even discussing him leaving? We're top four. Uh, we've won um, plenty of games this season. Obviously, against the bigger teams, we didn't win. But in order to build consistency, you need the same manager, same group of players for years, like Juve did. They built a strong core, yeah. and some of that core is still there to this day. And that's the reason why Juve went on such a long run and won so many trophies. And I feel like Roma, we have a new core. We have a new ownership group. We have young players. we got some veterans in. We got some players in our prime. We got Pellegrini, who's just coming up now, starting to really take over the team. I think we need to keep everyone together. Fonseca has placed out works. Just big games, we need to figure it out. And I think we will eventually if we all stay together. Yeah, yeah well, no, I agree that, with that. Like, and, yeah, like Andrew said, it that. takes time to build. You have to have faith in your manager, his tactics, and the team. You have to give it time to grow. Obviously, Roma just got new owners. They just got like a sporting director, so... They kind of had a disadvantage for uh, the summer and summer window. They brought in a couple of key players, but they're young. There's still there's still uh, time to develop them, and I think that's what Fonseca is doing. And once these players, like Enzo said, once these players develop and uh, go into their primes and the prime players like start to become veterans in the locker rooms, I think that's when we'll see the real Roma come out, and uh, they'll definitely be contenders for the Scudetto. I mean, right now they're a scary team. And I haven't even seen El Shadawi play uh, this season yet because he hasn't. Imagine when El Shadawi and Zaniolo are on the same team. I think that's going to be a, a very scary uh, duo up top with Mkhitaryan beside them and Pellegrini just behind them. I think that's going to be a very uh, balanced and scary uh, threat attackingly and defensively. So I I definitely think what Enzo's saying. But uh, Enzo, well, uh, we'll give you some time to record it. But would you sw- if both teams, if both managers got sacked, would you swap? Gattuso and Fonseca, like, what, do you think that would be a good move? Like, would you like to see Gattuso at Roma, and uh, how would you uh, would you like to see Fonseca coaching Napoli, and how would you think he would do at Napoli? Just to give you some time to record that. Uh, but, Danny, what are your thoughts while Enzo's uh, recording it? Yeah, I think, personally, I think uh, Roma are, are in a better situation than Napoli are with, when it comes to managers. Uh, I don't see them sacking Fonseca until the end of the season at most. Uh, I feel like Napoli are the ones who are in the hot seat of like all the managers in Syria right now. Uh, it's just the problem with Napoli. People can argue, yes, we're still in Europa League, yes, but we're out of Copa Italia. We're ninety percent sure um, we're not going to get top four. Um, the way we've been playing, um, I just think Napoli need a fresh face. They need a new start. They need just someone to come in, uh, take over the 
take over, help the club at least stay even top five, top six. Um, I know they have faith in Gattuso. I, I have faith in Gattuso, but it's at the end of the day, I don't know if the players do, if the players like him as well. Uh, personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised swap managers, but at the end of the day, I feel like Romar like Fonseca. I feel like Fonseca is their guy. Uh, again, like Enzo said too, you have to keep your core for a few years and then improve on your weaknesses or sell the dead weight, I like to call them. And if nothing's getting done, then that's when the manager has to get uh, sacked and stuff. But for Napoli, the, uh, with us, I can see us getting more like I like them. again, like a Benitez, what Manzari type. I wouldn't be opposed to Fonseca, uh, especially in the summer. But at the end of the day, I feel like Napoli need a manager that can come in, uh, change the way that this team plays, just give them a winning mentality, uh, get a player. Like, we have to clean house. I would like to clean house, honestly, get rid of guys that don't want to play for the club. Um, I'm just going to name a few players like Husai, Maximovic. Those are the main guys you have to get rid of. Get rid of Rui. He uh, doesn't do anything for us. Even like just clean house, uh, bringing even some young talent too. We need uh, Napoli. The last time a young talent uh, took over Syria was potentially Insigne. You can even argue Insigne, Kulabali, you can say, uh, Hamchik. They were young when the team brought them in and they developed into superstars over the years. And Napoli don't have that. And they need a guy who's a game changer. Uh, our game changer is injured. Uh, I can say Mertens or Koulibaly. Those are two guys who uh, Napoli, they, they need very badly. And without them, you can tell the team is not the same. Um, I feel like Napoli don't even have leadership. Uh, yes, Insigne is a good... He's a great player, Insigne. But for me, he's not... A captain for me. I personally, I do not think he's a good captain. Because uh, I, I don't know. For me, a captain would step in when the team needs him, uh, gets the guys going. It, it, but it seems like every time like a bad play happens, Insigne's clapping like he's like, uh, "It's okay, guys, keep it up, whatever." Uh, but for me, I need you need a guy like say like an Aldriol, like an Alan, like a Hamshik, like even a Koulibaly. I think could be a very good captain. A guy who can who will die for the club. A guy who will get underneath the player, like his own team's skin, just to get them going. Um, and it seems like Insigne doesn't have that. Like he doesn't have that trade in him. He's a very gifted player, very good player. I love Insigne. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't think he's a good enough captain. Um, and I feel like that's where Napoli needs to look onto. And they just have to get players that will come in and help improve the team. Help. We just need game breakers. We need guys who have winning mentalities and a guy who uh, has leadership and that will die for the club. And there's yeah. only a few players that, like, you see it, that play for the club. Like, I'll uh, give Lozano all the credit in the world he deserves. This guy, he's been playing at a next level, and he's easily been probably not his best player this season. And we need more guys like that that will not not stop, even if we're down 2 nothing, uh 3-1. They keep going until the final whistle and. Something needs to change, and hopefully the changes come soon, or else you could be not it could be a mid-tier uh, team for the next two to three years. Yeah, let's hear uh, Enzo's thoughts now. And I promise one more thing. I just want to mention how lucky we are as Roma fans to have two players like Pellegrini and Zaniolo to really 
curious. They're at such a young age, yet they're so mature in their play. And I feel like not many teams in Italy have two young Italians with such a high level of play. And they are just taking over the city. And I feel like once Zaniola and Pellegrini properly get together for a longer period of time, I feel like the whole Serie A and maybe even all of Europe will really take notice and be like, oh, wow, they have two. They're not both homegrown. Obviously, Zaniola is not Roman. But two players really grew up in Italy, played in Italy their whole lives, their whole career. And they're really coming together, kind of like we had De Rossi and Totti. They could become the next version of that. Obviously, will it be as great? We all know. Uh, it'll be really hard to do that. But just saying we can have a kind of like a, a new level of that. And that'd be really good for the future. And not many teams are lucky to have two players like that. Yeah, obviously, those those two players, especially Zaniolo, they have so much potential. And I remember last season, Enzo could have... Uh... Uh, agree to this. Enzo, Enzo couldn't stand Pellegrini. He just wasn't having the best of games in this season. Uh, I've really been surprised with him. He's really flourished. I think he's finally getting to understand Fonseca's uh, system and his role in it and uh, his role in Roma in general. And I think uh, he's really playing extremely well. Um, I think Roma's team, uh, the young Italians on the team, I think that's going to be the future of Italy. Uh, Spinazzola, Pellegrini, Zaniolo, I think uh, Rome is really developing those players. It's helping out the national team. Obviously, back in the day, uh, it would be the big teams like Juventus and Inter de Milan uh, because they had that rule of no foreign players. But once that rule got abolished, we've really seen the, the national team suffer. Uh, obviously, the big teams want the best players. And as of right now, the best players uh, uh, aren't Italian. But Rome is doing an excellent job of taking on the young Italians, developing them into superstars. And then those superstars just become exceptional for the, for the national mm -hmm. team. So credit to Roma for what they're doing. Um, moving yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, just, just, uh, uh, too. They yeah, got a very good youth academy. Dorossi, yeah. his, his dad. Dorossi's dad's doing yeah. a phenomenal yeah. job uh, over there. So, yeah, give him credit. And not that you take notes, our youth team stinks man um, like all the talent that we have and stuff in like the Campania region is second to none but they always go to like teams like Roma uh, teams like Inter Milan it's just because no one wants to play because Napoli are not known for developing youth and hopefully in the near future we can change that but that's where like good teams start from where their youth academy the more the youth you can develop into stars, the better your team will be in the future. Yeah, obviously, because you don't need to spend money on the, the youth academy. It's just, it's, you're not spending $100 million for a superstar. You're developing that superstar into your own. And if mm -hmm. they don't work, you could sell them for $100 million. You make a huge profit, and you could buy someone else that fits your system. So, I mean, um, but mo moving on, one last uh, uh, thing before we go. Obviously, we want to recap the upcoming... Uh, upcoming uh, matches for the City of this week. Um, let me just scroll through the big games. Obviously, we have Napoli Juve that we're going to get into. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, there's not really um, Inter Lazio. Uh, okay, so uh, our prediction for Inter Lazio do go to death Juve Napoli. Inter Lazio, hopefully, Lazio could uh, upset Inter. Do I see it happening? Probably not. I could honestly see a tie between Inter and Lazio. I think Lazio uh, should be good enough to tie, but I think Inter's favor to win. What about you, Dan? 
Um, I can see Inter coming away with like the three points. Uh, I feel like they need a, a bounce back game after their yeah. disappointment against Juventus, and this is a perfect opportunity for them to get that bounce back game, prove uh, that the Coppa Italia loss doesn't matter to them, and they can just um, focus on the league, focus on winning the Scudetto, even finishing top two. Uh, so I think lots, uh, Inter will get the uh, three points this weekend. Yeah, okay, now the big game. I think everyone's been waiting for. Obviously, we have an Napoli fan, you have a Juve fan. And uh, before we talk about it, uh, for all our Canadian listeners, if you want to hear uh, me debate a Napoli fan named Pietro, I'll be on the TLN halftime show during Juventus-Napoli. So halftime uh, during Juventus-Napoli, you get to hear me debate uh, Pietro um, on the TLN halftime show, Juventus versus Napoli. We we talked a, a, a lot about some interesting topics. So if you want to know what those are, be sure to tune in to TLN. Um, and uh, here, here is debate. It got a little heated, but I think for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, it was very it was very friendly and uh, very professional. So uh, yeah, make sure to go check that out. Uh, but uh, I think well, you're gonna hear what I say on halftime. So I think I gotta st- stick with my gut with the results. Um, a little teaser here. I said Juventus is gonna win three one against Napoli. I think Koulibaly missing is huge. For us, mm-hmm. I think that's their defensive wall. I mean, we saw in the Supercoppa with Koulibaly, uh, we beat them 3-1. And that was with Koulibaly. And that, that game could have been so much more goals. But Koulibaly was just a unit for them. They He really saved them. You mean 2-0? You guys won? Um, the Supercoppa 2-1. Oh, 2-0, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think Koulibaly was just a unit. And I think that game could have easily been so much more. Um, yeah. But I, I definitely think 3-1 uh, for the final score. Uh, Dan, what, what, what are you thinking? How, how confident are you? Obviously, no, Juventus honestly, have been doing good, but Napoli's been doing... But like They've been on a, a rough form, but do you think a game like Juventus with Gattuso in the hot seat, kind of uh, on, on thin, thin ice here with uh, De Laurentiis and uh, the Napoli job, the players obviously aren't happy with uh, the Kobe Italia results and uh, their 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 results in the season, do you think they see... Because obviously, Napoli Juventus is always an entertaining game. It's never yeah. really a blow. Even when Juve started to blow Napoli, they came back and uh, what was that? That was like the 3-2 game or 4-3 where Koulibaly yeah, scored the whole goal. Four, yeah, I th- we were I, down three, even though. that game. Yeah, everyone thought that was... That was I started, it started off a blow and Napoli just came back. I think... Uh, when they face Juve, they had that extra boost of motivation. So do you think uh, they're going to use uh, the Juventus game to really turn the season around, turn the slump around, kind of go back in the positive tra- uh, trajectory? Or do you think uh, the slump's going to continue? I Personally, I wouldn't be surprised if Napoli somehow come away with the three points. I personally wouldn't because this is going to remind me of the game last year where Napoli were doing terrible. Juventus were on top. They were trying to maintain up top. And uh, Napoli came away with a 2-1 win. I wouldn't be surprised with that. But just the way we've been playing, I don't expect us to get the three points this week. But hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully Napoli can prove me wrong and come away with uh, like a 2-1 win. But I'm not yeah. confident at all. But I wouldn't be surprised if Napoli win this weekend. 
So so we got we got Danny thinking two one. We got me thinking three one. Uh, my prediction at half is a two nothing at half. Uh, just for a little sneak peek of that. Oh, if, the, show. if our defense plays the way we did against Atalanta, <laughs> yeah, we're not winning at all. At all. <laughs> There's a key injuries for you guys too, right? Uh, um, so I think Benucci might be out. Benucci, Benu- Dybala. But well, Dybala, I don't see. I don't think he's he'll be coming on. Hopefully, Morata and Artur are uh, recovered. They I think Artur had, is out. One, one had a, a stomach flu. One had a fever. So hopefully they're uh they're they're okay. It's gonna be a big blow to us. I think Artur um, might be Bonucci, out. If I saw correctly. Bonucci was a slight muscular problem, I believe. So I mean, he shouldn't be. Um, if he's not a hundred percent, I wouldn't play him. Obviously, especially when you have like Chiellini, Di Middle, and Delit, who all were phenomenal. Maybe chuck in a Danilo. I I don't really like him. But uh, I would rather see him as center back over a full back. But I think if Bonucci is not 100%, don't risk him. Um, obviously, we need him. Well, I mean, this is the month of hell. We're not going to get a lot of uh, big matches yeah, you need coming him up. For, like, but we're going to need matches. him for Champions League. We're going to need him for Champions League, preferably. So, I mean, um, I'm not I'm not too sure of Bonucci's status. But uh, I know for a fact Morata and Artur both had a fever and a stomach flu. So... Hopefully they're they're recovered and again if they're not 100 percent don't play them. Uh, we have Kulazewski, uh in place of Marata if we needed. We have Chiesa. Um, obviously Artur is a big big part in our midfield, so that's going to be a little blow. But obviously we have to think of it. Napoli don't have Kulabali, so I can't really. We are Kulabali, Manolas. The the team the team we have the team we field should be more than enough to beat Napoli. Kulabali uh, injured. And Mertens is out too. Yeah, correct. Manolas, so, I mean, with those, too, Ma- uh, yeah, but Manolas doesn't really pose a threat. He's Husa is out too, correct? Yeah, Husa is out. Uh, most so likely, what's he might the be defensive out. line gonna look like? You think Di Lorenzo, Lorenzo Romani, Romani, Maximovic, and, uh, and Rui. Wolf. I, uh, I mean, I mean, I can't really complain about Morata and Artur and Dybala if with the team that. The backline Danny's just mentioned. Yeah, it honestly. should be. It should be able to get the job done. But maybe just attack the left side. Right side might know. be a little tough. Right side, right side might be a little bit tougher. But left side will be open. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the same with us. If Danilo's uh, playing fullback, uh, Luzano's gonna have a, a field day uh, based on where he's gonna play. Uh, but Enzo, uh, let let us know what you think um, about the 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 Juve Napoli game. What do you think is gonna happen? Who do you think is gonna get? Get the results, and uh, who's gonna win it? Let's give him some time to yeah. to, to record it's it. It's gonna be an interesting game. And, Just and the, the way game, the game is out uh, Diego Maradona Stadium, so I think Napoli does have that advantage to them at least. So hopefully, yeah, they play for Gattuso's job. Oh. We got something here. Oh, someone requested to uh. Oh, uh, friend Ryan, Jutvino27. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's everything. We're just going to wait on Enzo. Uh, you guys, let us know how you like this format. Um, back to next week, we're going to go, we're going to return back to our old style podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, recording through Skype. We're going to go back to that. Obviously, we just want to test this out. Uh, we're gonna use stereo more of uh fan Q and A 
um, if like during the live games, like a big game, like the Kobe Taya final will be on stereo for sure. Uh, just um, answering your questions, having a live watch along on here, you guys get to interact with us during the game. So I think that's what we're going to be using this platform for. Um, reach out to us on our Instagram, Twitter at Six Side Cultural, our YouTube channel at Six Side Cultural. If you guys ever want to obviously interact with us, send us a DM. If you want us, if you want to be on a podcast, just let us know. You could email us, send us a DM, whatever you feel comfortable. We we'd be more than happy to have uh, any of you guys on the podcast. But let's hear. Uh, well, uh, in my opinion, I think uh, momentum is the greatest force of nature, and I think that you will have that right now. I think Napoli, obviously, they've been struggling. It's not looking good for them. They have an injury crisis at the moment, and I feel like the team has a lot of a lot of pressure on them. Obviously, uh, when you play in Napoli, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that because their fans are very passionate and they expect a lot of their team. And right now, I just don't think Napoli are in the position to deliver, especially with the injuries and the players they have out right now. So. Um, I would favor Juventus, obviously. I think everyone would favor Juve in the situation right now. It's unfortunate because I feel like all season, people have just been clamoring for uh, the Juve versus Napoli game, obviously, the first time around, and then go well for Napoli. Uh, but I feel like it would be more exciting if they had a full lineup out. But um, given the circumstances, I would favor Juve, and I think uh, Juve will probably take this one about maybe 2 nothing. Yeah, so Enzo, Enzo's uh, team Juve, I think uh, that's the safe bet for it. But uh, yeah, not, usually I'd be more that. defensive about like Napoli, but it's clear uh, even that every fan on Twitter is saying it too. Um, I'm just like it's just the the feel on my Napoli. only worry is Napoli. Napoli is so low right now, like their momentum, their gameplay. Um, the the way the team's motivated. Napoli's extremely low it's very hard for them to just plateau at that level or go lower I don't think it's possible to go lower it's very hard for them to plateau at such a low level like they have to eventually they have to rise and I feel like a game like Juventus they all they're always extremely motivated against us um so I think that's my only worry um I'm not in terms of Juve's quality uh the team for the most part seems very tired um we uh like i said we've had a lot of big games a lot of and they've been close to close like they've been like four days apart three days apart so i mean they've been like right next to each other like back to back to back to back so i think uh napoli is just the final stretch well porto is the final stretch but uh after that porto game i think the team could re- relax and get those results against a smart team so like i said i but i'm not going to count on napoli using Juventus as a extra boost of motivation and uh, sneaking something in. But hopefully Juventus win. My prediction is 3-1. Enzo thinks Juve is going to win. Danny has confidence in his Napoli. And I think Not confidence, everything. but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if we win. Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. You don't have I'm it not... against Napoli to, to not win the game. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no. If they lose, I'm not, I'm not expecting them to win. I'm just... I wouldn't be surprised you, if they win. Completely yeah. shocked. Yeah. The only way I can see... Juve, like Napoli winning actually, is by a miracle that we play like uh, we can, a miracle that, or Juve just play like absolutely dog shit and Napoli capitalize yeah, on that. That's that's a, uh, that's definitely an option. But uh, I think that's everything, guys. Um, like I said, we're gonna go back to uh, 
uh, recording from Skype from next episode. This was just a quick thing to test out to see how you guys like it. Um, in the future, uh, we're going to use this to answer fan Q&As, uh, maybe go live with some fans, uh, quick little segments to just yeah. talk to us, uh, get and to know you guys, you guys better, get to know us better. And if you guys ever want to talk to us on uh, stereo, uh, feel free to hit us up on uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, even email, email us, us too. If, uh, yeah, just saying, uh, hey with. guys, uh, do you mind if I have one of your representatives come to talk about soccer in general, uh, Syria, anything, just personally, whatever. Feel even free to Instagram hit us up. Live. Yeah, we're even on Instagram Live. with you guys on live with Instagram, wherever, wherever you feel comfortable. Obviously, if you want to come on the podcast, let us know. Uh, we just want to interact with you guys a little bit more. Want want you guys to interact with us a little bit more. Get get to know everyone a little bit better, and uh, really build the community. But like I said, that's the end of uh, this podcast. Let us know how you enjoyed uh, stereo, how how it sounds, how it looks, how how the general feel of the app is. Uh, but but we'll be back better than ever next week. Uh, one of one of me and Danny are gonna be happy. One of me and Danny are gonna be pissed mm-hmm. off. So you get to see that, and, uh, and if it's a tie, yeah. then I think Fetcher will be pissed off. Yeah, I'll be happy. Uh, uh, especially the, the debate with the Napoli fan on the tail end halftime show. Remember, guys, to tune in and watch it. Um, yeah, a, a lot of things I've said. Uh, if Juve don't get the result, it's uh, it's gonna be a meme forever. Especially from uh, Danny, he just keeps sending me what I uh, the, the points I made and statements I made. So I mean, uh, Juve, I'm really setting myself up for. Uh, a Juve game, I kind of put all my eggs on a Juve win, so hopefully they get the job done, and hopefully um, we continue our, our amazing uh, February form, but th- thanks for listening, guys, and uh, ciao.